Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Marvin Carolina. He is the new president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau that serves Greater Kansas City. He was previously with J.E. Dunn, and he also heads up a leadership training and development company. We're very happy to have him here to talk with us about how the Better Business Bureau can serve small businesses. Welcome to the show today. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You bet. It's really good to have you here, Marvin. Let's talk about the Better Business Bureau. First of all, congratulations on your new role. That's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. It's an exciting opportunity. It really is. Yeah, you, yeah you've been in it now, what, maybe about a month? No, really. I'm starting my third week. This is the Your middle of my third week. week. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm going to test you here. I'm going to quiz you. Um, okay. What, let, let's talk about how businesses can uh, use the services of the Better Business Bureau because I think we all know the logo for the Better Business Bureau. We see that on various companies' websites or maybe in their email signatures. And you know, if we're not a member, maybe we don't know the full extent of of what we could be um, taking advantage of here. So let's let's talk about it. What are the advantages of somebody becoming a a member, if that's the correct term, of the Better Business Bureau? It's a, it's an accredited business. Um, that's how we do. We have accredited businesses. We don't really have membership. Okay. Our main focus at our base, we are trying to generate trust between businesses and consumers. We have consumers calling us all the time looking for businesses that they can trust. They are looking for accredited businesses, and that means a lot to them. They don't want to you know, lose their money. They want to make sure they get the value for, their, for what they're asking for, and that's what we do. We build that trust with the businesses that we have. When you sign up to be accredited business, there's a process that we go through to make sure that you meet our standards. That's very important. We have certain standards that we want you to meet because we're going to pass you on to the consumers as an accredited, you know, Better Business Bureau business. So at our base, we're trying to increase that. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, talk to us about what's involved in that process of accreditation. I call you up on the phone or I find you on the website, and I want to start the process. It sounds like something I want to do. What all is involved in that? We have a team here that will check the business out. We'll check their background. Do they have complaints? Do they have liens? Do they have problems? Those type of things. Are they in business? The, all of them, there's a, there's a, I don't know how many step process there is, but there's a lot of things that a business goes through to be accredited. It's not like you just sign up and you're an accredited business. We actually go through a process that we check you out. We call people. We call um, past customers, whatever, whatever it may be, um, to make sure that you meet our standards. That is important. And then once you meet that standard, we have to approve it as, a, as an organization, and then you become an accredited business. And you also have uh, a ranking or a range. There's there's a number that you uh, – a rating, I guess is what you call it, that you it's assign plus, to A-plus rating. Yes, uh-huh. A-plus a rating, um, and that's what everyone strives to be. And so we okay. we have some companies who, you know, may have had a bump in a road but still 
they're A minus, but they're really working to be the A plus. But they, but they're, I think being a part, being an accredited business, it helps businesses also, because we yeah. we we're also here to resolve issues. Mm-hmm. If you're in business long enough, somebody's going to have a concern. We're here to resolve those to make sure that everyone is happy at the end. The business is happy, and the consumer is happy when things don't go right, as they will if you do enough business. But we're here oh. to bridge that gap. Yes. So so all right. Somebody does business with an accredited business, a Better Business Bureau business, and and they're unhappy with a service or with whatever encounter they had with the business. And so they call you to register a complaint, and you do get involved in in contacting your accredited business and go back and forth trying to get it resolved? Yes, that is that is the process, and that's what we're here for, to to make sure that both parties are happy. We understand what happened. And how do we resolve it so that everyone is, you know, happy? And complaints make up a significant portion of our daily operation. We handle, I don't know, 16,000 complaints a year. Mm, that's a lot. And, and with the vast majority, we get resolved and, and everyone's satisfied. So okay. it's, 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 it's a big deal. All right. So it, let's say I, I have an encounter with a business that I am extremely unhappy about, and so I call the Better Business Bureau not knowing whether or not that business that I have an issue with is a member or is an accredited Better Business Bureau business, but I just want you to know that I had this problem with this business. Do you get involved in something like that if they're not an accredited business? Yes. So even if we, we, have, we also have unaccredited businesses um, that we – work to resolve things with also. So, but if you're accredited, it says that you kind of have our seal of approval. That's, what, that's the value of our accreditation, that you have that seal of approval, that you've taken those steps and you've gone through the process of being accredited. But, yes, we do handle non-accredited business also. All right. And when – okay, so if they're not accredited, then when people go to look that business up – since somebody's filed a complaint, do they also see that, or do they only see your accredited businesses? No, they would see the non-accredited also. Okay, all right. So, so even yeah, so even if you're not accredited and you're not working with the Better Business Bureau, if somebody's called a, in a complaint on you, then then it's still going to be um, active with the Better Business Bureau for the general public to see. Do you automatically call those businesses that that aren't accredited that you aren't already working with and and let them know then that there's a complaint against them and give yes. you do that right? Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, we we work with that and we we also try to get them accredited because going mm-hmm. through the process helps them learn. And True. people are looking for if you're looking for a business that you can trust, our accredited businesses are the ones that you're looking for. So if you go mm-hmm. to um, our website and you're looking for it or you, or you go to our resource guide, it's our accredited businesses that you're looking for. The ones that have taken that extra step to be accredited are the ones that you really want to do business with. You know, some, pro, some a program that some people may not realize that the Better Business Bureau has is a scam awareness program. Tell us about that. There, and I guess I was amazed when I first got here, the number of scams that actually go on. But we make a concerted effort to research all the scams that are going on and make consumers aware of them. Um, we have a regular we're, – we're really working social media now. Erin Reese, who, who handles our social media, is really working on the scams and getting the information out so that the consumers know this is a scam. We researched it. We exposed it. Here's another scam. So our, like I said, back to our base, which is 
consumer and business trust. We're trying exactly. to build trust. So the more scams that we can come out with and expose and really protect our consumer, that's, that's a, a really important task that we do. Obviously, you help with specific scams to create awareness about them, but you also have some general guidelines for businesses to just be aware of. So, you know, sometimes things just sound too good to be true. So, so what are some of the things just in general that businesses should stand up and take notice about if they get an email or if they get something in the mail or just somebody shows up at their door I guess I said businesses should be aware of, really consumers too. What are some of those warning, those telltale warning signs that, you know, I maybe I should look into this a little bit further before I take any action to uh, accept this offer? Emails from people that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's the first thing. Now, you get a lot of them, but that, that's kind of the first key. I mean, people are always sending out email blasts to invite you for things and doing things. Um, when people are asking for money, I mean, I think that's where the first process, people are asking for money or personal information. That's where you really have to, to be, be careful. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you said it when you first started. If it's too good to be true, usually it's too good to be true. And so be, <laughs> be aware of that. Uh, I think the scammers really understand where people's weak spot are and who they're going after. So if it's too good to be true, if you're contacted by people that you don't know, and they're asking for personal information, whether it be financial information or just Social Security or those type of things, I think you, you would be aware, be aware of that. And, that. and then you would give us a call, mm-hmm. and we can help you through that. We can help, you know, kind of navigate you through those waters instead of you going out there and saying, wow, this is good. I can, you know, partner with these individuals or invest with these individuals, and it really is a scam. So too good to right. be true and asking for personal information, and you don't know them. Yeah. You know, some of these uh, scammers, especially through email, are becoming very, very sophisticated. Their their logos will uh, be very, very close to a legitimate logo, maybe even look like your bank's logo in some cases. And their the email address that they're sending it from, if you don't look at it closely, it can look just like one that you do recognize. So when you say you, somebody you don't know, um, you sometimes they look like somebody you know, and so you have to take that extra step to really um, take a look at the logo that's in the email or the URL or the URL. Uh, one of the things I've learned is that sometimes the URL looks just like something from your bank or another trusted company that you do business with, but then when you go to hit reply, the email that it's replying to is some really weird-looking email. You know, the the yeah. one that it came from was just a uh, a mask or something. So, so they've got all kinds of tricks up their sleeves. And so, to be able to call a service like yours is is a really good deal. Yes, and and, and like I said, we get a ton of calls per day. So mm-hmm. consumers are using it, and I, and I hope that they continue to use us to protect themselves. What are some of the other things that the Better Business Bureau can offer? Obviously, you have accreditation, you have conflict resolution, you have scam mm-hmm. awareness. Are there some other things that you offer that uh, we could consumers or businesses could take advantage of? From a business perspective, we're looking to give more training, whether it be ethical behavior in business, whether it be sales training, because the better businesses are, uh, it cuts down on it well, increases customer consumer satisfaction. So. However, we can help train and develop our businesses to be successful and grow, 
we're going to do it. We're going to start instituting a program probably sometime in April of, tra- of a training series where we're going through a, a variety of training topics with um, businesses, helping them get to the next level, helping them be more efficient and more effective in their business, and helping their customer satisfaction. And how do you not get to um, a dispute? How do you avoid those before they even happen in just your regular everyday business model? Mm-hmm. So we're going to give a series of classes starting in, in April just to help businesses out. They want to be yeah. successful. At, uh, many businesses, I mean, don't start out saying, hey, I want, to, I want my customers and my consumers not to be happy. Things happen. <laughs> but how right. can we insert ourselves in between something happening and where they are now so they can continue on their smooth growth, right? So trade, business training is something that we're going to do, and also some consumer training. To, to yes. the question that you just asked, how do you avoid these scams? How do you look out? So there are some consumer classes that we're looking to have also to train the consumers on specific things to look out for, um, growing concerns um, in the marketplace that consumers need to, be, need to avoid. So those training and development, both on the consumer side and also on the business side, is something that we're um, moving forward with and excited about. Yeah, it it is very exciting. Are these things that you're going to be offering online? Are they classroom uh, classes? How will they be delivered? It's going to be a combination of all of it. It's going to be classroom. It's going to be webinar. It's going to be a combination. Everyone learns in a different way. Yeah. Everyone's not going to come out to a lunch and learn, and everyone doesn't want to sit through a webinar. So it's going to depend on how they want to learn, but we're going to make all of it available. We're going to start with the classroom more than likely just so we can kind of get people to come out and we want to meet, meet people. But it's yeah. going to evolve into webinars so people can sit in their offices or sit in their homes and go through um, the class on their own time because time is always precious for businesses and consumers. So, but we'll, yeah. we will start off in the classroom, but we will evolve into webinars and other forms of training. You serve the greater Kansas City area. How do you define that? How, many, how far does your territory extend? There is 44 counties, I believe it is. At the right that really time. is the greater. <laughs> yeah, so 44 counties. We go up right around St. Joe, go south, oh, above Springfield, go out as far as maybe Lawrence, maybe a little further, and then over to Columbia. Okay, so, so that really is a, a big territory. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And what what are your your – I'm going to put you on the spot here. I know you're new, just three weeks in the in the new role. Uh, but what, what are your goals? <laughs> what are your goals? Uh, you're coming in new, you fresh eyes on the organization. What are what are your plans? What do you plan to do? I really want to take us to the next level. I really want more accredited businesses. Uh, we are focusing on increasing the accredited businesses because once you get the accredited businesses, it starts the process of of helping consumers also because now these accredited businesses. They have a stamp on them. They have the Better Business Bureau stamp on them. We've worked with them. I want more better trained businesses. So as people go into it, one of the things that we want to do is we want to go back to the high schools and colleges and train our future business owners, our future entrepreneurs, because if you catch them then and you start getting the ethical behavior, the right process and procedure, it makes things easier once they get into business. So that is something that we are focusing on. Somewhere down the road, I don't know if this is going to happen in the first half of this year, but that is something. How do we get into the schools, high schools and colleges, and start training, offering business classes, offering entrepreneur Mm -hmm. classes, offering 
how do you get into business? And also for adults who are looking to get into business. It's, it's real critical how you get into business and how successful you are. If we can catch them early, it makes it real, more successful. That, that's something that we're, that we're getting into. And also, how do we work better with the consumers? How do we get this information out? We're, we're going to do a better job of using social media. You know, we're going to be blogging. We're going to, you know, update our website. We're going to be on Facebook. We're going to be, you know, sending out tweets. We want to update the consumers on what's going on. We talked earlier about all the scams. We need to better utilize social media to really make sure that that works. And, and again, Aaron Reese heads up all of our social media. So our social media outlets will be blowing blowing up in the next few weeks here, and they're, and they're starting to right now. But getting the word out about what we're trying to do mm-hmm. in protecting our consumers and businesses. So yeah. the training and, and reaching out to the businesses, but likewise also reaching out to the consumers on a, a higher level than we have in the past. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're going to be very busy here in the next uh, yes. year or so. So <laughs> make sure you keep us in the loop on everything that's going on. In the meantime, for any of our business audience that's listening and would like to find out more about the Better Business Bureau, how would they do that? What's the best way to do that? Um, our web our website is you know www.bbb.org/kansascity-dash I mean, Kansas City, and that'll get us. Our blog is www.kansascitybbb.blog. Our Twitter is at KCBBB. And our Facebook is facebook.com slash KansasCityBBB. I hope that wasn't okay. too fast. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I think probably if anybody didn't get all that down, they can just go out to the main website, bbb.org, and can't you click on the various locations and, yes. and get to that way? So so bbb.org, go out, find the Kansas City organization, and from there you, I'm, I'm sure you have all your social media listed as well yes. on on Absolutely. that, okay. So bbb.org. If you don't have, um, didn't catch all the rest of it, just go out to the main site and you can drill down from there. Marvin, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show, and glad you could make time to talk with us today about the Better Business Bureau and how it how it can help our business listeners as well as their customers. Thank you. All right, Kelly. Thank you also. I really appreciate the time. You bet. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, you can visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at ithinkbigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.